Hello everyone, hope you are doing well. Welcome to another episode of DevOps in Tech. I'm Marshall Zakaria and today I have Rafi Fernando to talk about his experience with DevOps transformation in a startup and the journey of how we enable DevOps. He's an associate tech lead at Emojit INC and DevOps and cloud computing enthusiast. So let's get started. Hi, welcome back everyone. So today I have a super awesome guest uh, who is my good friend and who is a, a key member of, uh, co-organizer of DevOps Sri Lanka group. His name is Ravindu Fernando. Hi Ravindu, how are you doing today? Hi Zach, uh, it's great to be here. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. It's pretty raining now, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, be chill, yes. So it's, 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 today's session is all about, he's going to share is the DevOps journey, how he started as a software engineer and how he's... Uh, his career changed to a DevOps engineer currently, and uh, the, his experience about uh, in a startup how they enable DevOps and how the transformation happened, and what are the uh, the the practices and the tools they used, and what are the decision makings they have done, like uh, uh, how, what are the wins and what are the flows they got. So he's going to share about his awesome experience about his DevOps journey today. So uh, thanks again, uh, Rabindu. So. You're welcome. Can you tell me like how you start this journey uh, before yeah. DevOps? Yeah. Can you brief about sure. that? Sure, sure. So I was actually graduated in 2016. So uh, then I, I joined this startup Emojot. Uh, I, I worked there as an intern. So then they basically offered me a permanent role after I graduated. So then straightly I started as a software engineer. So the thing about like, you know, if you have worked in a startup is like, it's always things change, right? So you, you always play like different roles, right? I mean, I mean, even though I, I joined as a, I mean, software engineer, I still uh, worked on the business side, BA side. And sometimes even for some days, I even worked with the marketing guys to, I mean, to help them out, right? Because as a startup, you have to always beyond that hustle and you know you are what you are doing is changing and you always try to uh, jump in and make an impact so that was my thing and then i was doing this typical software engineering role uh, and uh, at the same time uh, i want to point out i was also at the beginning of my career so i was also doing a kind of a searching right what what would be like the best way for me to move forward personally so then, um, uh, then I uh, we had a consult consultant. I mean, who came in and helped helped us out. And my engineering manager one day took a call and told me, "Hey, Ravindu, there is a tool called Docker. So <laughs> can you like look into it?" So uh, I will just to give you an idea. Uh, by that time, we were like the my company was like around one and a half years operating. Okay. So we were running our workloads in AWS, okay. right? And we were using huge servers like C- <laughs> C3, large servers. So, and running our workloads and our deployment, basically, uh, we, we were building with uh, Maven and then we had some shell scripts that uh, kind of like do the Maven build and then copy the uh, deployment. Artifact deployment, to the Yeah, service. artifact to the deployments folder. Tomcat. So that was our basic setup. That uh, I mean, that that's how I we normally did our deliveries, software deliveries on production, and uh, yeah. So that was basically, and then the idea was to kind of under, uh, 
I mean, convert all our existing, you know, applications, applications as, you know, Docker images, right? So that was the starting point. And then, of course, um, I uh, started to look into it. And then what happened was uh, actually I kind of uh, felt in love with it, actually building these, you know, <laughs> Docker images and doing kind of reading about this. That was the start. So then my initial challenge was to kind of, I mean, uh, since we are at a startup, uh, I mean, we want to provide kind of like this uh, quick value quick value in the sense, uh, I mean, not to kind of think of like uh, do changes in large chunks because uh, the thing business is moving fast. And uh, so it's always uh, great. I mean, it's a great thing to like bring in impact uh, quickly, right? That that doesn't mean you have to rush things. That means you have to take uh, one step at a time and then move forward. So, so you're, then, you're saying like uh, small steps, right? Sure, sure. That's that's one of the key things. I will keep coming back to it. Uh, I mean, uh, I, while I am going through this journey, so okay. still we are doing that. So that uh, is, I mean, that's if you are going to take one thing away from this uh, talk, just take that, take atomic steps. So uh, yeah, atomic steps. things like uh, Ramji is saying. If you are listening, if you are new to this uh, industry, yes, start with uh, one step at a time and start small. Yes. Sure. So yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Same with DevOps and anything in your life. Yeah. Just start small and keep moving forward. Yeah. So that's what I did, and uh, then our initial challenge was to kind of, uh, you know, uh, take our as I previously mentioned. Then uh, what I wanted to do is use our existing build tools also to, uh, I mean, creating these Docker images. So we we ended up using Maven uh, with the plugin to actually build Docker images during our deployment and do the thing with the plugin, we could run commands. So then uh, we ended up creating Docker images. So as I previously mentioned, uh, our we were over utilizing the servers. So then, uh, then we came to a point like now we have containers. So let's go in and uh, I mean, improve our uh, resiliency. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so one question like, uh, sure. so you said, okay, where the, the observability comes, right? Uh, sure. the, uh, the metrics, like how you measure that we are uh, over-utilizing, like, uh, sorry, under-utilizing under sure, the, sure. uh, the servers, sure. right? So from where, which point you found out, like any more, you did any monitoring, so uh, you... Yeah, so actually yeah. we were we were actually uh, monitoring, I mean, we didn't have integrated monitoring set up. So uh, at the beginning, so we were basically monitoring with AWS, Right, AWS, right, yeah, with CloudWatch, okay. it provides you this basic metrics like CPI utilization. So that was one of the key areas, and also with uh, though we ran such amount of large servers, but we still couldn't bring in this high availability factor because uh, you know our applications weren't, I mean, deploys weren't happening that way. So containers allowed us to do that. So then we moved our I mean, uh, these were decisions taken from the management. So as uh, me, for me personally, I was like just starting to swim in the thing. And uh, so then I, uh, you know, uh, as uh, time moved on, uh, moved on, I finished that my first task. Then uh, we uh, came to a decisions. Okay, now we have containers. So let's uh, uh, try to run them. 
in the production removing these you know underutilized servers so then we are, we uh, got into co os and uh, then i had i mean i was lacking experience in linux side as well because i was coming i was coming from the software engineering domain and uh, i uh, i mean this hands on linux experience was not it was something new for me so then again i had some learning curve there so our, our second step was to actually enable that we use system ctl so that was an i mean huge part for me as well because it allowed me to uh, go through the linux system and i understand that it, it it more deeply and go deep in there as well so then we were running on uh, coos for about like uh, uh, seven to eight months then actually what we thought was all right though we uh, now we have containers we 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 still we were doing this scaling from aws auto scaling group okay. perspective of, you mean the, the nodes right yeah yeah on, on server level right though we had containers. So, uh, what, what, yeah. one thing i i, I want to clear like you that Sure. So that time you you were knowing that uh, there are like orchestrations like Kubernetes or ECS, those are running like. Uh, yeah. Just... So uh, during that time only, I just uh, you know uh, one thing I always uh, do is that uh, I always I mean reach out to my peers, right? Uh, and I, I love being being the dumbest person on the room, and uh, you know uh, though it's kind of like it's little bit uh, discomfort at the end of the day. You when you are working out of the room, you have learned something. Yeah, that's right? correct. That's correct. So that's that's about the, the always say the DevOps mindset. Sure. You, you can learn like new things. Like if you yeah. don't know, just go and ask. You. Sure. That mindset. That's really that's really one point. Uh, if any of the the newbies like listening to this one, just make sure you don't hesitate, don't shy. Just before you do something like uh, uh, for first stage, like uh, all the engineers that like, come into the industry, they have like the main question is. Uh, how we are going to do it, right? So yeah. How, yeah. How, how correction? Then uh, after that, after few years, they will ask, okay, why? Sorry, what we are going to do now? What yeah. what what I would do? Like what correction? Then if you're going to like tech lead and uh, the high level, the best the main correction is the why correction. Why you are doing sure. it? Sure. So I have I for personally, uh, I have done a lot of things like uh, like you said, like uh, even current like uh, uh, when I do something, I'm any changes or any. Any cloud formation stack or any any uh, Terraform script, anything. Yeah. Uh, always get the review and from the peers. So thing is, it's really good. So they will always for point you out. Okay, for keep the clean code. Yeah. Uh, you should have, you could you could have done this like this way. It's really good. So it's it's the mindset. So I am very happy to uh, get from them, and they are also very happy to uh, sure. teach me. Okay, this is the how we are doing. So they basically training me as well. So one day I'll be <laughs> going to that position, and I can. Do the same thing to the juniors. Okay, the Y correction. So that's what I think you're trying to mention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, then uh, because the other thing is that now we are in a startup, and uh, I mean for DevOps side, I mean this side, I am also new, and also uh, I am uh, at once I started to do this from the management, I, I saw that I am I am kind of like like this area, so I was like working more on that. And then from the management's perspective also, they also understood. They weren't like, okay, you did this thing. Okay, now you come back to this and never look into that. That, uh, you know, for DevOps to be successful at any organizations, I mean, you have said this, I mean, many, multiple times, uh, you know, that uh, organization culture is really important. 
and so i mean as at, at my workplace they kind of like build that culture and of course i believe that's kind of easy to build at startups so for startups uh, that uh, building this devops culture devops culture means what we are talking about is this this culture of experimentation and you know failing but learning and then moving ahead right so that that culture they they really help help me out so that's why i was able to go on this journey uh, so that also real plays a really key part because if they have uh, i mean if they if the organization management doesn't provide you that support uh, i don't think you will be like much successful in going forward right so then uh, again coming back to the our thing uh, i was talking to my peers and then uh, as i said before in a startup you know there are small number of people and i was kind of like i started owning this section at the company and then uh, i kind of reached out to my peers read a lot right based on their resources and i understood how they are doing it that they are places and then brought uh, brought in like uh, practices and technologies where we could do and uh, we could leverage on and most importantly what uh, we could uh, where we could like get small wins and improve something right so that was yep. the thought process all along and then um, that's the main purpose of the collaboration that the, sure right? yeah without sure. collaborating is not what's about single person work right so you yeah, understand yeah, right. from when come to uh, uh, from a software engineering uh, practice a culture to a devops i mean like, like uh, from that industry to uh, this one like the devops industry so uh, mainly the collaboration with the team like the best team work like to if you yes. have best team work yes they're very easy to uh, uh, yeah absolutely and of course uh, that's a plus point for startups where i mean as i said before there's a like small team right everyone is like everyone knows their game well what what others are capable of right once you be in that team you understand like others, uh, stronger serious and weaker yeah, yeah. you say yeah yes and there's small team so there's always easy to kind of bring in this new ideas i mean especially this uh, practice of knowledge sharing so that was a key thing that we started early because everything we do we we kind of started documenting so kudos to our cto at the time so uh, manjula disanag so we were like uh, working on those and just slowly building that thing then after that uh, after running in uh, you know coes then we moved into uh, then we found ecs so then we uh, made the move to ecs elastic container service and up to now we have been running on ecs very happily so uh, and uh, so after, your, your application is mainly native to aws right yeah yeah mainly native to then ecs is the best best option you can go it's a really awesome yeah. Yeah, it, 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 of course. Uh, I, I have mean, a question regarding that later. Yeah. Later, I'm definitely I'm going to ask you that question. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. going to put you in trouble. I'm going to put you in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so then, uh, so uh, we were like, uh, like three, four. I mean, uh, like three years uh, after that. I mean, we were like doing some slightly improvements, and then uh, we came to a position where, all right, uh, now. large enterprise customers started to came come in and uh, we started pitching in for them and one major uh, thing that uh, they are looking at is this you know security and compliance yeah. right so being a saas platform we kind of uh, we had to then 
stop there and take a step back and to right, uh, really uh, think about how our cloud uh, deployments and our cloud environments are properly secure and compliant. So that's, I mean, it doesn't mean like we didn't think about that, but uh, you know, in a startup as things are moving in fast phase, it's kind of easy to uh, leave some things behind. So obviously compliance and security was one of those parts, but we, we were able to like take a step back there and during uh, last two years, we were working hard on that. And then we thought of, all right, we will uh, bring in this, uh, go deep and understand this shared responsibility model and build our, I mean, all our cloud resources are on AWS. I mean, all our resources are on AWS. Let's build it, uh, the, our cloud architecture better. And we started from scratch. So the first thing we did was kind of like uh, using AWS organizations and like, uh, segregating all our environments like uh, we were previously running on single account uh, uh, setup. That's 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 a very very happy to uh, I mean hear from you because that's uh, I have seen startups which yeah. are not using this method. They think okay, we are just startup. The, the mentality is like okay, this is one of the reason I think for the success startup and the failed startup. I believe uh, correct me if I'm wrong in that startup mm, sure. mindset, but. Uh, when you're uh, into a startup, I think uh, you have to think like uh, uh, like uh, shared, you know, you should share your work, yeah. like you should do yeah. everything. I yeah, think yeah. it's like uh, you cannot say I'm I'm only focused to this. I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. One. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of a thought process. And that's where you could kind of like uh, be successful at working at a startup. And by doing that, at, if you look back, uh, like after three, four years, I mean, you have done a lot of things as and as a lot of experience. I mean, not only in engineering side, as I said before, sales, marketing and everything. Management, everything, right? Yeah, sure, right. absolutely. Uh, and uh, so, one more thing, uh, you, you're learning to make coffee and tea as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great, great plus uh, point as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you so, learn to do your own coffee and uh, <laughs> own thing and you, you can get a lot of snacks. That's a good thing like uh, start culture. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, uh, so then we kind of changed our thing to like multi-account thing thing where we segregated everything in our... You mean AWS organization? Yeah, yeah, sure. Then, uh, I mean, AWS organization provides this kind... I mean, you have to do some setting up, but they provide this automated way of, uh, I mean, segregating the accounts and managing it at a single place. And they also provide like this audit account and logs account where you have a centralized place yes. for login. So that really helped us to kind of like, you know. So you can check what's going on and who is doing Yeah, what, sure, right? sure. Yeah. To centralize all thing and uh, ensure that we are compliant, right? So then of course that was the start. Then we were like, uh, then that also helped us to suck, I mean, in cost optimization side as well because previously we were running cost optimization plus security because previously we were running uh, these all the resources in a like single uh, region right yeah. so a single account of course ah, account yeah sorry not region uh, so single uh, account and we were like you know okay so should we give access to our qa members for the production account so there were like some issues and then what uh, uh, happens is at the end of the day QA teams uh, team is working and for they, them to work uh, we have separate staging environment and then uh, 
sometimes on the weekends and after QA people have done their work, uh, the servers just keep on running, right? It uh, we uh, I mean we at that time we that's, all... that's I think um, one of the main main uh, issues I'm seeing a lot of organizations like uh, when you have the purple environment like the development yeah, environment yeah. Right? and UAT also. Sure. They we give the access then again uh, yes so. Uh, they forgot to do that. So, can, can you tell us, you know, like uh, what what are the things, like what are the uh, the DevOps, uh, the pr- pr- like uh, practices and process with the automation you have uh, implement to rectify these kind of things? Because it's very sensitive. Because uh, it's again, it's come to the DevOps culture. Because uh, yeah, you, yeah. Have, you 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 have to be very collaboratively work. At the same time, uh, you yeah. have to uh, minimize 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 not the minimize actually. You have to. Uh, stop the conflicts like you yeah. cannot go and say the qa team okay we can't give you the access yeah rather than that uh, there's a way to do it right so can you explain like elaborate more like yeah so i uh, did that yeah, yeah yeah continue on that that was kind of like key thing where we segregated our environments and created these separate isolated ones for each environment yeah. so then we had the luxury of like okay assigning qa person uh for i mean previously they had this complexity and from their side also, they, uh, they are kind of new to this and they are afraid. So uh, what if I go and stop a production server? Yeah. Right. So that uh, those are little uh, mind uh, games that you have when you are like, I mean, working in a single account environment. And from our side as well, uh, it's like, you know, kind of it's uh, security risk for giving everyone the production access, not only QA team, uh, development, everyone. So our first step was to segregate that. Then we were able to like uh, do the automation thing iso- isolated for that environment. So one with now our practices always we uh, we now we have let our QA members control that stage in environment. But on the access level, we have the access. We set it through the master account level. So okay. QA members has uh, with IAM uh, roles and policies they once they log in they have this ability to like uh, they have access to their ec2 machines they can always go in and uh, once they start working they can bring up the servers by making the auto scaling group for their desired number and once they do their day's work they stop the environment and then shuts everything down same with yeah. the development as well so that uh, i believe the uh, the key for that that's starting point was that segregation of environment it allowed us to be more compliance and on the other side uh, it also allowed us to like uh, uh, i mean improve things which we didn't think that will improve so that's always i mean a key thing because good architecture practices will always i mean it will uh, it is it is it's really it is yeah it will kind of take some work at the initial phase, but it will definitely going to uh, save you some headaches and sometimes going forward. So even if you are at a uh, startup level, just kind of think about those. And as I said, all these steps were like incremental steps, right? We yeah. were moving from one step to the another based on the business requirement, as well as uh, each and every step we try to bring in some uh, more thing and improve our workflow our daily work right yes. so uh, you are aware of this i mean your favorite book phoenix project and the <laughs> yeah. project i mean jim kim he always speaks about this you know uh, the importance of improving the daily work right yes. the workflow actually 
Actually, I, I, so, I will add two points. Uh, I think yeah. previous sessions I did uh, uh, with uh, Shehan that uh, he was telling that uh, automate out of the, the job. You yeah. automate out of yourself, right? So it basically, you automate what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So yes, and that point. And one point is like, uh, as a DevOps, uh, what I'm seeing is 50%, you have to do day-to-day work. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your, yeah, your development, your operations and automations or whatever, you, you, you do the day-to-day work. Rest of the fifty percent, keep it to improve the day. What I have done, right? Whatever things you have done, improve yeah, your yeah, current yeah. existing flow. Because definitely, you cannot say I don't have work. Because definitely, you can improve with. Uh, for example, your site is uh, uh, the first byte, right? Yeah. It's maybe twenty uh, milliseconds or five milliseconds or whatever the number just saying, the, like a sure. metaphor. If it's five milliseconds, try to get it down to like four milliseconds, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still possible. It's small increments, yeah. Small increments, so. And I'm really happy to see that. Okay, that I I I got this question from one of the uh, fresh graduates. Uh, I had mm-hmm. a session today, so they were asking, uh, "Is it possible to implement like enable DevOps in a startup?" So my answer was yes. So your example is a really really good uh, uh, example. Whoever listening to this podcast today, uh, that you are working on a startup or you are planning to do a startup or you're 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 the one who like to start the startup. Yeah. Make yeah. sure you start with apply this DevOps culture. DevOps processors, then go with the tools like uh, uh, Ravindu was uh, mentioning because uh, any startup must need this one because uh, without this uh, culture, you cannot improve anything. So it's better to start from these things. Yeah, uh, these improvements are really, really important to uh, uh, for the career wise. So career wise, you can see how Ravindu uh, transformed from a software engineer to he knows like from the management level, like okay, we have we need AWS organizations. We need to do like these things with a uh, proper uh, mentoring from their uh, from his uh, seniors, so like uh, peers, right? Sure, seniors yeah. and peers. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I have to ask one more, few more things, like you know, uh, uh, actually few. Don't worry, I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> put you in trouble a lot. So, uh, <clears throat> so you said that uh, you are using ECS, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So can someone can un- come and ask? Okay, there's a Kubernetes there. Why don't you use Kubernetes? Yeah, so it is must to use Kubernetes always. Like if you're using working on a microservices, or uh, since you're in a AWS ecosystem, it's okay to go go with ECS because this is not a paid advertisement. But yes, <laughs> you can open up. Yeah, sure. So the thing is, like, uh, uh, I mean, if a particular technology it's hot in the industry, doesn't mean that you should come and uh, bring that technology to your thing. Thing if if you are already having a technology which is like working well at the moment right so uh, it it stresses on the previous thing point we uh, talked about that you know improving at each step right so if you have like you know more things to worry at a startup level you, uh, over time you will have this technical debt and everything so if ecs is working for you rather than uh, going for uh, deployment with Kubernetes because that obviously has a lot of learning curve and on resource wise also uh, you will be like you know kind of coming into an edge with Kubernetes because you should have some uh, domain knowledge on uh, management of Kubernetes as well even with managed services. It's, it's right? not easy to, uh, to be honest it's not easy to manage uh, properly yeah properly yeah. manage your communities otherwise you have to buy other tools or something like that uh, absolutely but so, even though using those tools i think definitely not think that definitely you need uh, understanding of communities and how absolutely to, you know. and also 
uh, I mean, try to understand whether, uh, I mean, don't try to go and implement the technology because that's kind of the hottest. You mean one. the tools, right? Sorry, uh, tools. The, because that's the hottest one that, that everyone uses, right? Yes. I mean, always try to think about where uh, from the business perspective, because this is my take and this situation would be completely different from another startup. Yes. So then you should think from that perspective, right? Make your own cake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Make your own cake. So then, uh, so at the moment for us, ECS is running well and we have been doing well our uh, ecosystem is built around aws and everyone is familiar so uh, maybe you are using code uh, aws code pipeline code build code deploy yeah so actually sec that was a thing which you are coming on i was trying to come in next because that's uh, i mean after that architecture cloud architecture build up then we was we started to like uh, take a decision all right we will then come uh, convert all our infrastructure as infrastructure as code and then we started our journey uh building IAC then. in with iac and mm-hmm. that that was the thing which we uh worked on for like past year or so then okay. now we have come to a position that uh we i mean if you know like any code base like uh after five to six years there are lo- considerably a lot of technical debt to pay and yeah. we have come into that level and we understood that all right now we need to think of this in uh, and do a proper architecture analysis so we are at that phase and uh, oh, yeah. so you're migrating the current infrastructure architecture not yeah, the current architecture to a different I mean, one different one in the sense in we are one. yeah uh, trying to build this cloud native kind of application yes so they, i mean I, I saw you talked about this observability Yes. Uh, topic as well so i mean building this uh, we are trying to build up our application stack where we we uh, inject all this application performance monitoring and Traces. everything to yeah application level and then for that of course uh, our cd continuous delivery part and ci of course we have our ci pipelines we use bitbucket pipelines plus jenkins our qa teams use jenkins for uh, running uh, regression tests and everything is selenium uh, we have this uh, uh, api level testing running so, on uh, who is okay uh, i have a question for sure. as a startup do you have uh, dedicated uh, qa engineers to do that or you guys are doing it Q, we have qa engineers okay. so we have really small team qa engineers are, are the ones who are like because since we are startup so when we are starting i mean we started with moving to jenkins recently for with qa engineers so uh, they also I mean, love that challenge writing this automated testing. So that's that's a good part. Like, so I Absolutely. want to pass a message that if you're in it, any uh, QA engineers like listening, so uh, come out from that. Okay, some some areas you need to do manual testing, yes. Yes. And definitely yes. some areas, yes, you have to do, but try to automate yourself. Uh, try to yeah. automate everything. It will save you a lot of time and money. Trust me, it's going to be really, really helpful. Uh, Absolutely. Don't think you're just, uh, you, I'm, uh, because uh, it's a very sensitive topic. I, I had a discussion with, Uh, previous sessions as well uh, regarding this QA topic. A lot of they think, okay, we are not much technical. No, they are the, they are one of the key pillars because absolutely, as a DevOps culture, we are collaboratively working. We need QA engineers. We need, uh, actually, it's better to call call as QA automation engineers, right? I think that's the best way to do it. And software engineers, not technical. 
from our our, our QA team they were like really into this and they they even now uh, i mean create so they have the mindset to accept this and do absolutely. the challenges right absolutely because that's really uh, good i mean internally we had this discussion and we talked about devops i mean devops is is it's a culture right it's not only yes, for this not devops in, yes correct not only for uh, people with titles devops engineers it's for everyone yeah. right so everyone can everyone is a important part everyone is an important uh, pillar in this and everyone has uh, has lot of stories to tell yeah. right everyone has lot of knowledge to share so let's uh, all go in and work together and at the end of the day that will obviously uh, increase our business's value and most importantly bring value to our customers so that is the key idea around everything so uh, devops thing i mean uh, my title is as I, I still doesn't go as we don't we don't have like specific devops engineers but everyone is keen on automation everyone is keen on these ideas and even this uh, i took an example from the qa team because they recently started this they they were already doing doing this selenium test and running that locally wow. so they were like doing that thing and so as uh, we thought all right let's bring in jenkins and then now they are bringing those automated tests into jenkins and we are uh, rather than they invoking them we now invoke that automatically that uh, regression test that they were running manu i mean they were invoking manually now automatically once a release goes to our stage in environment so that again that idea like like you know incremental improvements small steps you start at one point and then you use and improve that so that has been the main theme that we we are working and evolving so that's now. a success the success for your the, the your business right yeah absolutely because we we always try to kind of improve uh, our current workflow as the daily work right so by doing that we always find ways to kind of bring uh, that improve and bring that impact to our clients our big uh, that's why we are kind of at this level that's, that's are- good because i have seen this issue like okay they have ideas for startups yeah uh, you know too much startups also not good to be yeah. honest because uh, yeah everyone is start a startup but it should have a potential to uh, you know uh, deliver uh, uh, something new or something like uh, better because no one's yes. going to invest you on like if you have like uh, multiple say doing the same thing no one's going to invest you that's a true that it will be harsh but uh, uh, it's the truth right if you want to do a startup yes you have to follow these things it doesn't mean okay one more thing i had, i would like to is add to this some i have seen some think like if you are working on a startup it will be very flexible Yeah. you can do anything you want no if you are working in startup that means you should have a lot of work rather yes. than a, a cooperative culture a, a enterprise level because in enterprise level you don't have to focus on you don't have to worry about a lot of things money flow anything right because yeah, yeah. different department they have they have the finops department for financial and operations and yeah. they have the hr department for the salaries and like i say the the, the you know how to make the coffee don't worry <laughs> there is separate catering for that So yes, yes, so focus yes. on what you are doing but when you startups like you said uh you have to take a lot of responsibilities and do yeah. you cannot say okay this is startup we can do anything i can go to the office anytime no that's not the mindset i'm really happy okay. that uh, your as your uh, your team and yourself uh, doing a pretty good job about this and it's really impressing that uh, from uh, as a startup you guys already using aws organization that's that should be actually uh I should be more like excited because that's the way to do it right 
yeah absolutely so, yeah so i mean we could uh, uh, at each of those steps we took i mean we could have gone went on and said all right we were we are doing pretty well at this moment uh, so we just uh, focus on some other thing but uh, that uh, you know we were i mean uh, luckily we were always planning for that uh, future things to come right because yeah. uh, that now we have this uh, uh, infrastructures code and everything in place so that allows uh, brings uh, opens up lot of uh, capability on github side with this new uh, application architecture that we are building right so it's, so, it's like uh, I, i always say this yeah do what you love love Absolutely. what you do right so yeah, yeah. if if you are doing if you are loving what you are doing to be yeah. honest for me i love challenges day to day yes. because i get new things i love to ask what i have to do next from my leads and uh, involved in a different project inside the team we have different project can be right so yes, working yes. on the different project and it's very interesting so i never say i can't or no word i never do it's yeah. okay to say no but in different areas but if someone asks me okay ashad can you do this <clears throat> this no tool can you document mm-hmm. this process yeah even though if i don't know i never say no i say okay i will try sure that's so it. that's the spirit right absolutely because that's kind of the exact mindset that you should have especially uh, you know this uh, in a startup culture as well because you know you at the beginning sometimes uh, you may like your context may be switching a lot because a lot of client core is coming but there there is like you know, kind of like a position even at a startup where i should uh, you should kind of uh, things get stabilized right that that, Then, that mindset should be very very important when we yeah. come to devops culture practices that mindset should be uh, in a startup so yes. you should you should be able to identify those uh, i mean moments in the business flow as well and then uh, capitalize on that and uh, try to bring in the value at each and every time because when i was starting i wasn't i mean may i still uh, i am not completely working on this devops side we, we have two member team myself and my engineering manager so we we are we, we are doing all this stuff you're exploring and you're learning new things that, absolutely i mean while we are doing that we also have the other work where uh, i mean at the initial phase it was like you know uh, doing application development because a lot of client queries come coming now it's kind of more stabilized that's the startup journey right sometimes within next week uh, i i may be doing an application development and uh, creating a new feature but yeah. th- th- that's oh you you fixing something in the ui <laughs> absolutely so that that was like you know the uh, continuous thing but uh, uh, the key thing is sec uh, i mean from uh, for us actually from our management initially we had this thing because and we to understood it and from management side they also understood all right uh, as on a personal level it's kind of difficult for people to write do things i mean continuously switch their context because they cannot go deep in any any task that they do right so right. then uh, from management side as well it's really uh, important to understand this and once you come to that stable level and have this honest conversation with your employees and uh, always uh, allow them to kind of go deep and explore and uh, kind of improve them personally as well so because when when a person improves themselves and you give support for that 
that obviously that value is going to come to your business as well definitely so, that, I, 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 that point i really agree because it's their business right absolutely yeah. yes yeah so uh, yeah those were the things now yeah, we that's, are working that's really nice working, <laughs> working on and uh, so uh, okay by uh, this yeah. million dollar question so can you make now uh, good coffee like or tea <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean not good one but i can manage yes okay, okay so <laughs> i can okay. drink it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last thing i'm going to ask uh, yeah. obviously this is the last one <laughs> so what is the best advice you can give okay i'll, I'll give some uh, areas okay uh can you uh, like for the newcomers for this industry maybe they are coming from a software engineering uh, background so let's yeah. get the software engineering we yeah. narrow down to that because you came from that area right okay software engineering background and they they want to come into this devops enabling devops and yeah. uh, if they want to become a devops like i don't want to use that name like i always say like devops engineer but yes uh, uh, uh enabling devops or devops enabler uh, yeah. like shyan always mention <laughs> uh <laughs> what are the areas you, you you think like they should uh, do their homework like you know free times uh, learn new technologies or per week at least try to learn something and especially the process of the devops right i mean like yeah. like so, like the uh, one you're doing like so can you can you brief about that uh, what are the a few tips that you're going to give to your juniors or uh, sure. the newcomers yeah the first thing i would say is where you could start is uh, i mean always Uh, find something which is like really burning question for your team where and kind i mean try to solve that i mean we can i mean your release process right maybe that is uh, there are some steps happening manually there right so you can go ahead and take the step and try to automate that if it fails it's fine just try to automate it because uh, i mean then uh, imagine you write a shell script right so in the future you may think all right now we have the shell scripts uh, we uh, we uh, uh, i we can, now we can integrate jenkins and you uh, rather than me running the shell scripts i can allow jenkins to invoke this automatically right so that uh, i mean the key idea is that to identify those uh, i mean burning questions you face personally right it in your work environment or even uh, i mean when you, if you are doing like personal projects uh, try to understand like burning questions and try to solve those right start with automation simple automation and then try to bring in these tools and integrate those right so then you start from that step and you build on top of that so that will be one thing and the second point will be that uh, also relates to that taking small uh, steps at each time atomic steps the second point is kind of like uh, we were we started with this as well always reach out to uh, the community right yeah. always reach out to the community and try to uh, i mean go to meetups at this uh, uh, i mean situation we don't have meetups but we have a lot of i mean online meetups yeah. currently our, our community devops sri lanka yeah. group uh, you devops. can check in the facebook uh, and uh, be on linkedin a lot yeah. of people in youtube so uh, we have our own git repo as well <laughs> the yeah, so, and, uh, yeah the cool thing is everyone is super responsive and everyone is uh, happy to help yes right so always kind of reach out and if you don't understand where to start i mean that reaching out will really help you to kind of identify a kind of a starting point right yes, correct correct uh, how to uh, kick start the thing uh but uh, the i mean if you want to like 
move in your career, the best thing would be to like uh, try to uh, solve a problem within your working environment itself, right? Because then we, uh, after you do that, uh, the your seniors also tend to see the value of your work, right? Then definitely, start, definitely. Then you start to own it and then you can like uh, progress through that. And uh, then also, uh, if you are like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm a software engineer, but uh, if you, um, I want to go to a DevOps position, then you can actually for the new uh, position, you can tell the interviewers that, okay, this is what I have done. These are the works work I did as a software engineer because I really love this concept. And then you can showcase what you have done, right? So that bring in those value and where you brought value with uh, things like simple automation and how how this can be improved, how you improve the existing flow, right? So always think from that uh, uh, your existing work level where you can improve and then bring on this uh, automation and obviously some techno uh, tools and technologies because when you are starting out, you won't be able to like make these huge organizational changes, right? For that yeah. to be the practical speaking, for that to happen, you have to be in that position and evolve and evolve, and then yeah. you one day you will come to that, right? But because this, actually, it's a never-ending story, right? It's never-ending because like it's uh, never-ending. Never <laughs> Every day we are learning. We are improving, improving, true. Sometimes, some days we feel like pretty dumb for weeks. Yeah. And then the aha moment, yeah, we have done. And it's, and one thing. more thing, I think uh, we have to mention that it's okay to accept uh, failures. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. make sure that DevOps culture is always a blameless culture. No one can blame. Yeah. As a yeah. team, collaboratively, we are working. If anything goes wrong, uh, then the team will uh, work as a team and pre- yeah. prevent that prevent that thing in the future, like uh, how to prevent those uh, human errors can be uh, stopped. So that's why the automation yeah. is coming. So the, yeah. so the key is to like share that knowledge. So each and everyone who is coming after you also aware that this has a problem like this. This is thing which we did wrong. And uh, I mean, we could have done this better and this is the best way. So then each and every time a thing happens, you come together as a team and document and share that knowledge. So it never happens again. So a sharing part, okay, uh, Palo White is Singapore and I'm working for. Yeah. So we have a one, we have value, Palo values, okay. So okay. one value as like uh, sharing, it's, it's some DNA. So basically uh-huh. we... We are really good at sharing and we actually, we have like five uh, values. So uh, I want to make, highlight that part, the sharing part. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's in our DNA actually. We love to share. Uh, <laughs> that's one part. So yes, uh, thank you very much Ravindu, for joining with me today. So, and thanks for the invitation. Really, really great. So yeah. uh, if anyone is willing to start this DevOps journey, it's this podcast is going to be really helpful. See how I would say like, yes, they do things in right way. Uh, they take this startup as serious. Uh, uh, like, uh, you know, most startups, they use like one AWS account to do everything. No, see, yeah. they, they, they're doing the proper way. Like, uh, and some, some think like I always ask this question, if you have multiple AWS account, I get multiple bills. No, no, <laughs> no, no it's never like that. If you have one account, uh, it's called considered billing, right? So yes, yes. you can pay to one account, my master account or main account, mother account, whatever you name it. So yeah. you can pay from that part. So basically, that's how we are doing it. You, you have to take startups are really serious. How to enable DevOps in a startup is really important, like they said. So he, he was explaining 
the culture, the process, the practices, how they have done things like incorrect way and they keep doing it. They, they, they're not done yet. They keep doing it. I wish to join with you again after maybe one year again. So let's see yeah. how, how you guys are. <laughs> uh how you guys did after one year like uh yeah, so, so what, what i have to say is uh we will be still doing things <laughs> if i was, yeah. i mean that's a continuous thing sex so you know this right yeah so, this, this is like never it's never ending so yeah uh for me like i i i have this habit now weekends uh i i, I do like uh, try to learn new things the processors and if i yeah. uh, something yeah. like while you're talking with you i learn something new as well so i will be checking on those things later so that's how we uh improve each other so share so much yeah. same here same here I mean, podcast actually really i mean opened up some areas for me as personally so yes. thanks for doing this yeah with my pleasure that's the main top purpose of this because uh this all about us the industry the community yeah. the community place so uh if if you want to like uh, okay uh we in in devops sri lanka uh, we have this thing called uh, uh the group uh, we have this mentorship so yeah. basically you can join you can i will i'll put the link devops sri lanka group so this for sri lankans uh, who are uh, willing to come to the industry and get trained so first batch is already started uh, it's, yeah. it's free actually it's community work it's nothing it's basically yeah. it's a community we are helping the community with nothing we are getting we are getting the best thing is the results from you all so yeah. we'll be really happy that uh, uh, if you enable devops in another places and improve the others as well just keep the good work so i'll put the link so please uh, like uh, ramil said uh, join the communities speak up don't hesitate if you any doubt just ask ask specific doubts you know like uh, uh i the bad the bad waves asking is okay my pod is not working <laughs> don't put those questions it's it's not going to help anyone just yeah. uh, ask specifically so what the exact yeah. issue so that, those are the like uh, best way to learn and share your knowledge as well so thank you very much ramindu again and uh, uh wish to meet you again soon in another podcast sure yeah. sure thank you very much sir Thank you Ravindu for joining today and if you would like to read the blog post of Ravindu please check the links in the description I look forward to seeing you again with another episode of DevOps with Zach